Bengals Only Podcast time. Paul Farver here. I'm your host. This is a fun episode with uh, Chicago comedian Tucker Brookshire. Really, really love this episode. Really, really loved this uh, this comedian. He's hilarious and uh, is open and frank about uh, everything. One of my favorite episodes of the year. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm very excited to say that. Um, you guys will love this episode. If you haven't, subscribe, review, um, tell your friends, and... Um, yeah, check out our sponsors. I've got dates on my website, paullifcomedy.com. It's the end of the year. This is the last episode of the year. So um, enjoy. Uh, and uh, I, I love that we go out on this uh, episode. It's a, it's a banger. Uh, I'll be at Laugh Factory on New Year's Eve and then also at the Hilton. Uh, if you are doing that Hilton uh, New Year's Eve party, I will be at the Comedy Stage headlining that show with my friend Zach O'Ryan hosting great episode like i said check out um tucker as well uh and um yeah go to my website for dates in january i'll be all over the place i'll be in detroit minnesota basically all the cold fucking places that i usually try to avoid in january but this year i'm a dummy i did not do a good job of doing that I'll be in Chicago as well and um, Indianapolis, just Midwest basically in, in January and February. I go back to the warm places like Arizona and Florida. Anyway, check out our sponsors as well, okay? Bye. Hey, life is so much easier with a great sense of humor. And no one ever said you have to always be rated PG, right? Sometimes it feels good to just let out our inner smartest and drop a few F-bombs. I fucking do it all the time on this podcast. Smartass and Sass is a subscription box meant for unashamed, mouthy motherfuckers like you or someone close to you. Get your fix of brazen humor each month. Smartass and Sass items are curated and personally tested by the SNS team, which are just a group of really mouthy motherfuckers who want to get you a good laugh in your day. SNS partners with some of the best small businesses to bring you trendy and snarky items each month. These are subscription boxes that are perfect for, I can think of at least 20 people who reach out to this podcast regularly. This is for you. Think about it. A big box of subscription items from SmartS and SAS, which include a cool-ass design t-shirt, seven to nine unique SNS items. This is valued at $90 every month, but a big box will only cost you $49.95 and if you subscribe using the code SINGLES, you get 10% off your first subscription. Go to www.smartassandsass.com and subscribe today. These are perfect for the holidays that are coming up, great stocking stuffers, or just for yourself. Maybe for a new date you met online and you want to give them one of your you know, unique items that you got. Or just keep everything for yourself. Check out smartassandsass.com today. Use singles for 10% off your first subscription. You're welcome. Hey, it's time for Singles Only Podcast. My name is Paul Farvar, your host. No voice of reason on this episode. We might need it because uh, we're not probably going to get a little broy here. I don't know. <laughs> uh, very funny comedian, uh, Tucker Brookshire. Hey, did, what's happening, everybody? Did I say that right? Absolutely. Tucker. Perfect. Yeah. I. Uh, I, someone told me to put you on the podcast, and and I remember doing a show with you once. We were just talking about it. I was like, I don't think he's single, but um, 
Sounds like you are. Yeah, yeah. As of a couple months ago, four okay. or five, you know. How long were you dating for? About a year, if that. Okay, so recently single. Yeah. I can't make it long. I've never made it longer than a year. What happens in a year? I think they just figure me out. Yeah. And they go, I think I'm good on that. <laughs> well, usually it's three months for me, and they're like, yeah, this is, it's not what I thought. Yeah. It, well, there's something about, you know, um, when you're a comedian, it's like very charming for about a month. Yeah. And then um, after that, they go, oh, this is all the time. Yeah, but you got them for another 11 months after that. How'd, yeah. you, how'd you trick that? You got you swinging <laughs> a 12 iron on there? No, What's I'm, going on? I'm just a great liar. Yeah. <laughs> I, got a, I got a six and a half inch penis. Okay. <laughs> accurate. Nothing right for not accurate. I, I can see it right now. It's pretty It's pretty large. Yeah, it's uh, just bigger than my iPhone. That's what I always that's, say. <laughs> that's what your measurement is. <laughs> yeah. Do you send dick pics? Oh, never. Never yeah, in my life. I've Maybe once. Sent. Maybe once. I've sent dick pics, but they're always of like funny old men f- sucking each other off. You know <laughs> right. that. You know that gif or gif, whatever. Yeah. Okay, so six and a half inches of happiness. Not too shabby. How are you meeting these girls? How did you meet this girl that you dated for a year? Uh, I met her on Hinge. You know, honestly, most of it most of it goes down on Instagram now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's like Instagram is like um, it really changed everything. Yeah, it's the aggressive move. Are you the in- initiator? Oh yeah, I DM quite a lot. Really? If I'm keeping it a hundred, I I. <laughs> are you I'm just shooting? Uh, how often are you sending out DMs? You think? Um, it's a lot of like you know if someone. <laughs> it's a lot of like if somebody like if someone has a cute friend, I'll be like, what's "Who's going that, bro? Yeah, what's going on here?" And yeah. then I might you know I might go, "Hey, how you doing?" You yeah. Know? Um, Do you 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 hit up the friend? In the picture, yeah. Occasionally, you don't know. Well, okay, no. Well, some sometimes I'd be like, "Hey, can you tell me if your friend is single or whatever?" Right. And let me know if that's a good idea. But you know, sometimes on like a quiet night when I'm feeling absolutely <laughs> wild, I'll just go right for it. <laughs> if they say it's not a good idea, she's trouble, or you're like, "Oh, it's on." <laughs> yeah. Well, normally what it is is they go, "Don't come near her." <laughs> really? And yeah. you still do, right? No, I would never. I mean, I don't. I don't want to ruin anybody's life. <laughs> well, okay, so. What's your what's your go to move? You obviously not a dick pic. What what do you say? You're like, what's up? I'm just pretty forward, you know. I go, hey, I think you're uh, very cute. I would love to go out sometime if you're interested. And what's your uh, what's your batting average on that working? Um, ooh, you know, sometimes it feels like ninety. Other times it feels like ten. Ninety percent. Yeah, sometimes it feels like it can't miss, and then other times there's like um, there's a month or two where. Everyone I try with is like, do not speak to okay. me. Okay. <laughs> All right. Ten percent. You're saying yeah. Ten. Well, average and say sixty. Okay. That's not, that's a pretty good batting that's average. That's not bad. You, know? you got sh- you're shooting. You're you know you're shooting your shot. I mean, in baseball, you'd be you'd be the slugger of the year. You know what I mean? When being single is all about shooting. It's yeah. about how many how many are you willing to shoot? Yeah. You know. You don't make any shots if you don't if you don't shoot. Yeah. You really can't be picky. If you're picky, you're gonna have a tough time. So you're going based on what they look. Do you do any research whatsoever to see if like something in the back? Like, do you go to the, do you ta- like hit the number hit the button see what what's on their Instagram? And you don't look for any red flags. You're just based on pure looks. Is what you first start with. Oh, well, you know, I don't think I've ever thought about it, but I'm all, <laughs> <laughs> it's almost pure love. So you don't even go to their page to see if like they're all like in a conspiracy, like something. Cra- well, I guess that wouldn't bother I, you. I definitely. Yeah. 
<laughs> based on the comedy I've seen. I, like, I kind of like conspiracy. I would I would say that I um I definitely like take a look at the page, but I'll go out with just about anybody. Okay. I'm I like to I'm fascinated by people, you sure. know. I like to get so to win the It's a win-win for for entertainment value. Yeah, if yeah. If you're not going to get laid or end in a relationship, at least you've got some entertainment for you know, an hour of time. Yeah. I would say, honestly, I don't think I've, I like, I haven't gone on a date where I was like, I want to get the hell out of here. And like, I mean like years. When was the last one that you remember? You're like, this was horrible. This uh, was a bad idea. When I first moved here, I went out with some girl who was like, uh, pretty racist. Okay. And, um, that's where you draw the line. That's where, that's where I go. <laughs> and I'll tell you, sometimes that line is thicker than you think. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. But she was pretty bad. I remember thinking like, okay, well, this is a waste of my time. But like, I'm even like, you know, even if you're like a Trump supporter or like, a, a you know, like an ex-con or something, like at least you're like an interesting <laughs> chat. How did this happen? You're <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I want to know what happened. And maybe this can come to my advantage. Somehow. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to, I like to know, you know, like, um, Hey, if you if, if if those people exist, you know, you may as well get to know them. And <laughs> see of, what's going on. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I can see that. You know, it's not a big part. If, as long as it's not their whole life, they're like a closeted Trump supporter. They weren't at the Capitol or anything like that. You're okay. Yeah, with that. that would be too much. If you were at the Capitol, but I'll tell you, I'd get. Did drunk. you go inside? <laughs> yeah, I'd grab coffee with a Capitol <laughs> rioter. I'd see what they. Well, you know that you never know. <laughs> I was uh, I was in Florida right after that happened, and uh, a friend of mine was matching with people on Bumble, and they were like, "Yeah, I was there," and they were sending her pictures. I'm like, <laughs> "You should just." And then some girl ended up sending stuff to the fbi well based on, of course it's on like like just getting all these trump like doing god's work to get yeah, yeah. criminals off the streets you know part of me during that riot i was like this is crazy and the other part of me was like this rules <laughs> yeah there's there's something about anarchy that's impressive but that just some of it was like i watched the specials after i'm like oh yeah. this is crazy how did people get there but let's talk about that date uh she was racist how, how did you how did you run into her you moved here from where I moved here from North Carolina. This is okay. about four or five years ago. I okay. think I think she came to my, you know, she was actually a, um, she came into my job. I was like a barista, and you know, I had no friends or whatever. And she like asked me out. She ended up like was like, I think she had like a drug habit. She was like a stripper or something. Okay, which you know uh, came up very quickly, and sure. the, uh, which is how you know when they when they lead with that, you're like yeah. you might be a little kooky. And then she started saying some wild stuff about uh, black people, and then you were like, all right, well. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, on that note, time, might be time for me. I to think go. people feel comfortable talking to you about race because <laughs> you you are like very Aryan, uh, or, you know. You've got like that look about you. Like he seems open to racism. Yeah, well, you know, I'm open to pretty much anything. To be honest, I'll have a conversation about literally anything. You know, I like to, I like to, I like to see it's, how the world it's works. Comfort. It's it's weird because I I had a joke when I first started where people find out. That I'm from the Middle East, and then they think that I hate Jews, so they just start shitting on Jews. And I'm like, oh, I'm actually half Jewish too. And then they're like, oh, let's just see how this, goes. let's see <laughs> yeah, how this goes out. But like, um, yeah, there's it's there's a comfort level that people have talking to people about stuff, especially when you're in the South. Um, yeah, and I find like you know, I find like um, even even things that are like dicey topics, it's like most of the time, if someone's wanting to talk about it, they have something interesting to say. They're probably wrong. Yeah, but they've thought about it, and they have something that maybe you didn't think about, which is, uh, I think, right. good for like the human psyche. I'm a very logical and analytical person, uh, and so like I'll always, 
I was working with a comedian who is a conspiracy theorist. So I would talk yeah. to him about it and be like, let's play this out. And then I just like, what's the end goal? And then if they always say, well, it's all about money. I'm like, well, this person has all the money in the world. Why yeah. would they want more? And even then it's like, like, <laughs> you know, a part of me during a conversation would be like, this guy's out of his damn mind. Yeah. But at least it's like not some person talking to me about tacos. Yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> it's interesting. No, I, and, and there's always like a Venn diagram where I'm like, I kind of agree with. I always find that what I agree with the person with first and then break apart their arguments. Yeah. That's, that's the that's the legal side that I learned back when I was oh, a, right. yeah, yeah, a, yeah. A, a smarter person. Um, yeah. Okay, so do you want to do you want to settle down and live a traditional life? You're from North Carolina. I feel like that's what people do there. Uh, you know, I grew up very religious, and so I think I'm, like, petrified of, like, um, doing that. But, you know, and right now I have absolutely no desire to be, like, dating, but I am, um, I am like, a romantic deep, deep down, and okay. I, I do fall in love very easily, and I do, um, like, I am just desperate for some woman to love me okay. unconditionally. <laughs> All right, why, why, is, why do you think that is? Um, I find... I find uh, I find women to just be like enthralling and when one likes you, it's like, um, and like really likes you, like loves you. It makes you feel a whole. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that, that has to be something to do with your childhood. So what, what happened? What were you like in high school? I was a big loser in high school. What do you mean loser? Nerdy, like Dungeons and Dragons type shit. I just was like, um, I was like the funny guy who had no friends. Okay. So I would show up to things alone and like nobody really wanted to hang out with me. So I think I have this like whole feeling of like, um, I'm, I'm like constantly trying to prove that that, and the whole time I was in the high school, I didn't feel like that's who I was. I was like, why is no one like fuck with me, you mm-hmm. know? And then, um. Fuck with me like a 10, not like mess with you. Yeah. Like, gotcha. a, like as a friend, you right. know? And then um, as I've gotten older, I think a lot of my life has become like based on trying to prove that that Tucker was I am better than that Tucker. And um, do you refer yourself in the third person? Yes. Yes. And I'm also mentally ill. (laughs) Fair. (laughs) And uh, but and then, you know, when a a woman really makes you feel like like it's one thing to like do comedy and, you know, I like to dress nice and all these things and pretend like I'm this like um, upper echelon version of what I was as a child but a woman like you can't fake it and so when one really likes you it really makes you feel like oh wow I am worth you have self-worth yeah I am worth something and it's not just like a facade that I, it's not a cool sweatshirt I bought you know do you do when you say no one was fucking with you was it women did you have a girlfriend did you have anyone oh, no women did not when did you lose your virginity 20 okay wow okay. yeah and I was I was also very religious so I, I was afraid of women what what religion? I was Southern Baptist. Okay, so you were going to church like crazy. Yeah. Southern Baptist? Do they? Do, isn't that the? Do that? Is that the one that speaks in tongues? Sometimes? Yeah, kind of. A couple of my 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 mom was speaking in tongues for a bit. Get out! She doesn't do it anymore. But there was a there was about a year there. Yeah. How many brothers and sisters do you have? I got a brother, older brother, and a younger sister. So you're a middle child. Yeah. That has red hair. Yes. Do they have red hair too? No, I'm the only one. Okay. It was a bad. It was a bad it's a life. Mix that's like you would be a school shooter. <laughs> oh, I thought about it. <laughs> so when these school shootings happen, you're like, I get it. Oh, they you. should send you in to talk oh. to these guys. I would. I hate to admit this, but I'll admit it. I. I really sometimes when the school shooting happens, I go, Hey, you shouldn't have done it, but. I get it. I get it. Right. <laughs> I really think that like a lot of comedians were like you. Oh and yeah. And it's like. They need to be like, you know, when they did the the gay community, did like it gets better. 
Yeah. They should do that with <laughs> school shooters and just be like, look at oh, fucking this comedian is headlining, you know, bar shows in absolutely. Chicago. You know, that's why I love to see like redheads. Like I love to see professional redheaded athletes. I love to see redheaded comedians. I love that's where I was going with this. Absolutely. It's like my well, favorite thing in the world. The reason why I'm fascinated by this, I have a nephew. I don't know if you were, he was in town here with me for a while. Uh, he's a redhead mm-hmm. and like i like i introduced him to like maddie ryan all the cool <laughs> redhead yeah, comics yeah, yeah. and I, I was like look at this could be you like yeah. you just gotta wait out these hard years that's and, what i tell i tell young redheads all the time i go give it a just give it a minute well it's it's easier for these kids now because yeah. the redheads are the cool kids now yeah you know yeah. that right like, there's no got, south park south yeah. park ruined my life why oh yeah because that episode yeah. right right but when i was a kid there was like yeah, I'm, I'm old, way older than you, but like there was no hope for those redheads. And oh, yeah. uh, now, like a lot of famous, there's a lot of celebrities that became redheads. And yeah. like there wasn't, the redheads that were popular were like Ronald McDonald. Yeah. You know who really did was Prince Harry. Yeah. He Prince helped Harry it out broke for the a door. lot of you guys. Yeah. I was just going to say that. Good and call. then Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin was a big one for us as well. well he's and got I everything. Bra- <laughs> I'm claiming he's Blake. Got, I think the blacks get him. <laughs> Fine. Ah, y'all can have him. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So. 20 years old, no one's fucking with you. You don't lose your virginity. Uh, you're in a religious sect of uh, the world that is makes you afraid of women. Yeah. What changed? What happened where you're like, oh, this is your first orgasm with a woman? What what, what happened? You know, I went to college and I really went, um, I like went buck wild. And I just was like, it was my first time like being free from like that sort of restraint. And I just kind of went like, I mean, I just went like on a huge, like two year bender, just classic college stuff, just drinking and whatnot. Were you not drinking in high school? I would like go to parties and have like a little bit of, but nothing crazy, you know? And then in college, I was like getting arrested and shit, just like really going nuts. Where'd you go to college? UNC Greensboro, okay. a prestigious university. It's not bad. It's a good school. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then I think just like, Two years of like absolute insanity really let me come out of my shell, and you know a lot of booze helped me as well. Yeah. Um, and then I kind of was like able to ease into being like a human being, which I didn't realize I wasn't being for a long time. Right. You know. What were the? Were you doing it? Were they like uh, attention-seeking behavior? Do you think it was uh, because of high school where people weren't fucking with you, or was it aimed at getting the attention of women, or both? It was always aimed at the attention of women. I I always was like, man, I wish a woman would touch me. Yeah. And then, um, you know, that also manifests itself in all kinds of ways, like trying to be funny, trying to do all kinds of different things. But yeah, it's always been, I just want women to like me. Yeah. No, I mean, <laughs> that's the kind of, I kind of was along, I get that. I can sympathize with that. And then when that happened, when did you start realizing that like, oh, there is no, st- none of these people need to know of my, like my high school is my, that Tucker's gone. And now I'm like, you've blossomed into this person who, by the way, has a nose ring now. Yes. When yes. did that happen? About three months ago, okay. two months ago. I'm, I'm having a midlife crisis. I'm about to turn 30. So okay. I'm really, um, I'm, uh, I'm going out of, I'm losing my mind. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. So, so when did that, when did that moment happen where you're like, okay, this is a new chapter in my life. I can I have the attention or the ability to get the attention of women. I don't have to worry about the people that weren't fucking with me in high school. You know, I think moving here, even in college, I still felt I was still home. Like I was still in North Carolina. There was like people from my high school. How far were you from home? Like two hours maybe. But like, you know, I still knew people 
I couldn't like reinvent myself. And then when I moved here and I literally didn't know a single soul, I just completely, um, I basically just like became like a different person, I think. Why did you move to Chicago? How'd you pick that? I was going to move to New York. It was due to do stand up. I was going to like just move straight to New oh, York wow. and then all my college roommates moved and I was like, I need to, um, I need to re, I need to restart over and I can't Your do that. Your college roommates moved to New York? You yeah. Mean? Okay. So yeah, that would distract. They weren't doing comedy. I no, assume. no. Then you would never have done comedy. No. And I, I would have been the same guy, you know, I would have had all these expectations of like being the same person. I really became, I was like a different guy when I moved here. Yeah. Thank God. I mean, I was such a degenerate maniac back in the day. <laughs> I've really, I've really turned it around. <laughs> so then you, you, you get a job, you started as a barista somewhere and you do comedy at night. Yeah. And yeah. then what happened? And then, you know, I, well, I mean, basically I'm still doing that, but I got like a real job now. <laughs> okay. It's pretty much nothing has happened. Well, actually. you're getting better shows too. I yeah. Assume. Yeah. And I'm, you know, it's all going the right direction. Um, and like, you know, I, I do pretty well with women now. It's like not really, it used to be a big, I used to have all these like sexual issues, you know? What do you mean? Like I couldn't get it up with a lot of women. Really? And I was, yeah. Cause I had like a lot of like, I couldn't get comfortable. I go to sex Intimacy therapy. I have a, I, yeah. I have a, ther- a sex therapist. I see even to this wow. day, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, did you, uh, did you watch a lot of porn or something like that or? I definitely watched a lot of porn, but I don't think it was that. It wasn't I, that. I think it was the like intense fear of I grew up with of women. That Southern Baptist shit going on. Yeah, that when wow. I when it came to sex, it was very tough for me to like um, not think, holy shit, I am doing something I should not be doing. Okay, so wow, that's a lot of fucking shit to deal with. Yeah, it was traumatic for a long time. Yeah, and now you're kind of overcoming it, I assume. Yeah, I would say I would say where I was when I was twenty to where I am now is like night and day. Yeah. But it did take me about almost a decade. When you lost your virginity, though, did you have that problem? Oh, yeah. I had to mush it, if you will. (laughs) Mush it in? (laughs) You got to mush. A soft entry, as they call it. (laughs) (laughs) That's crazy, because that's like something people my age have to deal with. (laughs) Like, you're like doing it. I'm an old man. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing will age you like Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) That's insane. Was the woman that you were with, was she also religious? Or did you have to explain to her? It's not you, it's me, or it's it's. <laughs> oh, I mean, I was making excuses like you know, hey, I can't believe that you know. I didn't tell her I was a virgin either. It was just a whole. Yeah. I was I was so lost at the time. Oh God. My first back. time was like, I mean, a lot of guys had that problem, but it was for me, it was alcohol. Yeah. Because I was so drunk and That's I was, what I was like doing whiskey a lot. dick too. Yeah, yeah. But um, did you uh, did you think you were gay? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> That's what I, I would have thought. Do. <laughs> like I, uh, I had so friends funny. who approached me like, "We think you're gay," and I was like, "No, I'm pretty sure I'm not." And because because I had like I was I was a sex guy too. Like I had uh, I I was like uh, I thought I had sex addiction, and I like went to therapy and they're like no that's not it you're just fucking you're just emotionally mature (laughs) (laughs) but like that is there is something to be said about the intimacy thing that you had this religious background that you know prevented you from making a a real connection oh yeah and to this day i'm like man maybe i'm gay i mean even now i'm like have you tried i i just i don't think i'm gay but i but part of me is like maybe i am (laughs) just Find like the most attractive uh, gay comedian. Be like, hey, can we? Uh- yeah. Well, you know, sometimes I'll be on the train or something. And I'll see like a super hot guy, and I'm like, well, that's like, I'd like to like like throw my tongue down his yeah. mouth, but I don't want to like, I don't want. You want to take his boundaries? Yeah, I don't want to like touch his naked body. That's fucking gay. Yeah, yeah. There, there's something there. To, I, I don't have that feeling, so there might be something there. Right. I'm sure I got like ten, fifteen percent. <laughs> You're like ten percent gay. Yeah. 
I, I do that joke where I'm like, we all are a little bit. And then he's just fun in the South when you say that. And some guys will be like, not me. I'm like, you definitely <laughs> that's the are. Gayest yeah, one. He's, the gayest the, he's the only one who's done anything that's gay. That's why you got a truck that's twice the size of your <laughs> dick. Uh, yeah. yeah, no, I, uh, it's funny because, you know, now we're in a, we're in a, um, a career where it, it doesn't hurt you to be gay. It actually might help you in a way in terms of opportunities. And when people would tell me that, like, there were gay comedians who are older than me and they're like, it was different back then. You yeah. had to hide it. A lot of comedians had to hide that they were gay, but it's like, now I'm like, man, if I were gay, I, I would, I wish I could be gay. Cause yeah. there's more of And plus guys are easier to figure out. Yeah. Yeah. And dude, even then, like, even on that note, like I used to have like a Southern accent. And then I think the reason I sound like I do now is cause I was so afraid to be labeled as like a Southerner that I like changed my voice. Yeah, I can't, I can't tell at all. At all. And it's like, now I'm like, now that I'm older, I'm like, if I was like a gay, Southern voiced oh, comedian, I would be, I'd be all over the country. <laughs> it would be the biggest thing in the world. I know. And I just, I hide the gay stuff and I fake the accent. You'd be opening for Jeff Dunham right now. <laughs> yeah, I'd be the, I'd be the, You'd be one of his gay puppets. That's like, he just put his hand up your ass. Hey, Jeff, if you're listening, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. Yeah. Hey, all you guys know that I used to be a lawyer. Still am, but, you know, kind of just in the background, if you will. But my friend, Scott Shapiro, he is a full-time lawyer. You guys maybe have injured on the job, need compensation, or you're just injured somewhere and you don't know what to do. You're entitled to way more money than you think you are sometimes. Not always, but most of the time. And my friend, Attorney Scott Shapiro, has been helping people for over 20 years in this regard. If you've been injured, give him a call. 312-648-8800 or email him at scott at scottshapirolegal.com. He's a full-service law firm. So in addition to doing workers' comp cases, PI cases, he also handles all legal needs, including entertainment law. That's right. He's an entertainment lawyer. He's worked on a lot of musicians' cases, a lot of contracts, negotiations, and reviews of contracts for your needs, whether you're a comedian, musician, all that good stuff. All his consultations are free of charge initially. So don't take a chance and wait. Call him, 312-648-8800, or check out his website, scottshapirolegal.com. Call him today, Tell them I sent you. You will not regret it. I want to tell you about a podcast called Behind the Bits Podcast with Scott Curtis, my friend. I've done the podcast. It's every week. Scott Curtis talks serious with comedians and folks in the comedy business about the craft. You'll learn about why they got on stage for the first time, about their writing process, as well as how to get booked and unique self-promotion tricks that worked and those that didn't. He talks about these subjects and many more every episode. Uh, Behind the Bits won the Discover Pods Award for Best Interview Style Podcast in 2020 and been heard in 28 countries. So check it out. Um, he's talked to legends who paved the way, new sensations, and everyone in between. That everyone in between, that's me. Um, check it out. Check out my episode, uh, Behind the Bits Podcast. Uh, whether you're a new comedian, working comedian, or a comedian nerd, you'll find something valuable for behind the bits it's all on all the apps the btbpc.com as well check it out 
Scott Curtis, Behind the Bits Podcast. You're welcome. So that's, I mean, that's got to be hard to deal with something like that. Um, so now in terms of religion, are you, are you, uh, have you thrown away religion completely? Or oh yeah. Yeah. Are you, are you, uh, are you, uh, you don't believe in God either or you do or what, where are you? Uh, you know, I just like don't particularly care. I think if like, if he is organized religion wise. Yeah, yeah. If he is real, I'll find out when I get hit by a fucking semi across on <laughs> the street, sure. you know, but I just find I spent so much time as a kid like thinking about it that now i like don't i don't have the mental capacity to use that brain power anymore what are you gonna do on christmas what do you do on christmas i just kind of vibe out you don't go to church or anything (laughs) i go to church with my mom my mom makes me go i do stand there but you know i refuse to bow my head a man of of principle (laughs) that's that's your that's your revenge for the soft mushy dick for all those years you make me go soft entry i keep my head high <laughs> so now, do you have that fear the first time you're having sex with someone where you have to like, oh, like yeah. do you give them a heads up? You're like, hey, just so you know. Oh, absolutely. And does that that's got to freak out some of these women? You know, as a, when I was younger, I used to I would tell them, and it was like very traumatic for everyone involved. But now I'm like, now I don't particularly care. It still happens on occasion, but now I'm like, I know like <laughs> I've like had plenty of sex. I'm like, you're like, listen, like you're lucky to be here. Yeah. <laughs> I've got 1,500 followers. There's <laughs> yeah. a lot of people on my DMs I'm right like, if this, if this works, I'm going to lay it down, but it might not. <laughs> it's like uh, you're like a if, – if we're talking batting, you're like the – you're like the 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 cleanup hitter that either strikes out or hits like a home run. Yeah, <laughs> you're, yeah, like, yeah, you're the yeah. Kyle Schwarber yeah. of sex. Yeah. <laughs> and boy, sometimes my bat ain't exactly a, a steal one, if you know what I mean. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's great. What um, what uh, wh- who are these? What is your type? If you if we go through all the DMs, is there a we go through the list of all the women you've contacted via DM or or whatever. Do they all look the same? I li- I like a like a very smart, successful um, woman of color. Well, it's funny that you say that because how would, can you tell they're smart and successful <laughs> from a fucking DM, dude? Well, you know that's the problem. Oh, she's dressed well. She must be an accountant. Like, well, how do you fucking? That is the problem I keep running into. <laughs> You're like, oh, she was just dressing like that, but she works at Subway. Yeah, well, you know, like my last girlfriend, like she said on her bio, it was like University of Chicago, which is like a big grade school or whatever. Yeah. So it's like shit like that, but make no mistake, I'm I'm constantly guessing incorrectly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I mean, so uh, yeah, how can you? Is it just by by? Because you're going by physical appearance on Instagram to yeah. make your assumption that this is the the person. Yeah. Well, also I'm also right now I'm not really looking. Well, for when someone. you were. Right? Yeah, yeah, but even then, I yeah, I mean, it's the same. Um, yeah, I, I wish I had a better answer. I'm just, I'm not, I'm, that's probably why I'm it's so alone. Bad. Yeah, you're just bad at this. Like, yeah. you can do, I mean, what about the, why don't you use Hinge or any of those things anymore? I do that. Okay. I do that too. But that's where you get all the, you have all their back information there. Yeah, yeah. But you right see now, their spelling errors. Yeah, yeah. But even right now, it's like, I don't really, um, like, I, I try and be very clear, like, hey, I'm not trying to, like, date, date, you know? And so it's, um, Every, pretty much everything's very physical for me right now. Are you just getting in some like uh, some at bats to make sure you, to, the mushy stuff's over? Well, that too, but also just like I was <laughs> so in love with my ex that I can't, um, I can't even consider like putting myself in that position again. What? What did? What? Uh, why? How did it end? 
she wanted to be a poly couple and I can't I couldn't do that. Oh really? Yeah. She went we went open for a little while and I was like, I can be open like like occasionally, but she wanted to be like full poly, have three boyfriends, you know. But you'd be the primary? That's what she said, yeah. <laughs> but you didn't I her. don't believe the poly community for one second. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's one of those things that sounds so good on paper, of but course. I can't do it. I, I I mean, I guess I could. I just got to figure out. When as a man, when I realized, I, in my head, I was like, yeah, I could totally do that. I'm co- to- completely comfortable with myself. But then as a man, you just, when it happens, you're like, oh, I have like violence in me. And I can fake this like, it's not a big deal, but like when I would be around We'd go to parties and there'd be like a dude who that's him. And I'd be like, oh, I'm going to have to fuck this guy up. And then I'm like, well, if I'm feeling this, I'm in the wrong relationship. Right. Why do you yeah. say you have violence in your background? Not violence, but just like as a man, like it, I have like monkey tendencies. And to be like, hey, yeah, fuck my girlfriend is just like something that my monkey, I can't turn yeah. off. You know, it's my monkey. Brain. It's an ego thing. Yeah. My ego is too immense for that. The way that I the way I approach Polly and we've had Polly guests on the podcast, I just feel like. The part where you're open, I it's like I, if, if there was a way to do it, don't ask, don't tell. Like yeah, where I don't need it thrown in my face, I'm okay with it. Yeah, and I feel like I've been cheated on all my life, so I always just assume someone's dating that's someone how, else. That's how I'm I, okay with that. But then I, when you're like, uh, I'm gonna, I want to date three other people, I'd be like, fuck. Now I'm like in my head, I'm like, who are? It's a very specific three people. I'm like, I know, it's one of these seven guys that liked your. You know, right. post or whatever. And that's where I drew the line. I was like, hey, like if you would get hammered and like fuck some guy at a bar, I really don't care. But, you know, I can't be like your Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday. Yeah. You know, otherwise, what am I doing here? Yeah. You know, what, what do we build? That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Well, you say building like you want something long term. Yeah. I would like to like I want to like be with someone who's like I'm like very driven and ambitious and I would like to like grow alongside someone in that way. Um, Hence the so smart and successful yes. person of color. Yes, that's why I'm so attracted to them. Is I feel like I'm like, you know, I've dated women in the past who who didn't really have much going on, Ambition, and I don't mean that. Right. A, yeah, not in a bad way. Just like they were happy with like a normal life, and I'm like, I'm kind of like shooting f- for the stars here. That's great. You should. You know? Yeah. And um, how do you think this nose ring is going to play into that? You know, it's getting <laughs> a lot of mixed reviews. <laughs> <laughs> can't take it out now though <laughs> why can't you take it out i just refuse i've, okay. I've just i've said it leaning on it. into it yeah. yeah yeah i'm leaning into being a, a bit of a douchebag right now i don't think that makes you a douchebag there's other things that can make you a douchebag right that's right. not it yeah, um, yeah yeah okay so do you when you say you want to build something do you want you want to have mar- a marriage a traditional marriage and have kids um kids i'm not so sure about but yeah, I would like to have like I'm not like a, one of these guys like opposed to marriage. I just I think in my head I'm more like I can't imagine the type of woman I would meet that would be okay with like that what I could do. yeah, and that we could like get along forever. It seems insane. <laughs> yeah, it's a hard life to to do. Yeah, so I'm more like I think I'm more at peace with like um, you know, whatever happens happens. I'm not like like desperate for a wife. But I would like a, a partner, mm-hmm. you know, for as long as I can have one. Are you your know? parents still together? Oh, no. God, no. When did they get split up? I think like... About How old were you, I mean? I was like 16. Okay. It's like 13 years ago, something like that. Sure. The day my sister graduated high school. That's what I was... With the, she was the oldest? Or the youngest. So the, I was probably 18, actually. Oh, you're right? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they waited till you got... So that means it was in the works Oh, for a they while. were waiting. It was cooking. <laughs> it was a sham marriage. <laughs> yeah, they were waiting. That was, uh, that was the... Uh, 
I have a friend who's waiting to to get separated with his uh with his significant other. Yeah. And uh they're they're waiting until uh their last kid graduates. I'm like, so you're just gonna live a sham marriage? Yeah, that's not minutes. it. I used to tell my parents, I'd be like, just do it. Yeah. Why do you, I know y'all are waiting? Just oh, do it. Oh, you knew when you were a kid? Oh yeah. I was like, this is crazy. Y'all obviously hate each other. Yeah, but it's like a religious thing. And and, yeah. and it's a my parents' culture too. Like they probably should have got divorced twenty five years ago. But it's just one of those things where you're just like, eh, the yeah. shame. Now it's like way easier. Yeah, and especially when you have kids and everything, it's very easy for me to be like, just leave. Yeah. It's like, well, I mean, Christ, you got a house, all kinds of shit, you know? Yeah, it's, it's, there's, with kids, it complicates everything, but you want to have uh, a non sham relationship. Yeah, yeah. I just, I don't, I'm not like, I'm not like looking for one, but if, it, if I found one, that would be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> well, right now, you're just, you're just uh, working on the, the mush. Yeah, I'm mushing Working away, baby. Mush. <laughs> I'm mushing like you wouldn't believe. And and this is all <laughs> through the DMs. DMs, hinge, or you know, I just meet women. It shows and, to be women must come up to you. Yeah, I meet women at shows and stuff. And yeah. how's that worked out? Um, What's your batting average? They're there? typically not the most uh, sane individuals. Yeah, but you know, you have to be pretty insane to approach a comic after a show where he's talked about the stuff that you talk about. Yeah, or I talk about. And still wanna fuck. Yeah, it kind of scares me to be honest. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm like, ooh, you, you're making bad decisions. Yeah, maybe you know, meet me in in the daylight. Yeah, <laughs> maybe when you when you don't have your two drink minimum, yeah. your coherence yeah. is a little more operative. Yeah. yeah, but also again, I'm you know, I'm down to, I'm down to fool around with just about anybody. Yeah. <laughs> Especially that guy on the the you subway. Know, I was about to say, take me to the red about. line, baby. <laughs> <laughs> what about? Um, okay, so what are the things that you've learned uh, with the ones that you, obviously you're not into poly? You're not going to be able to handle that. You want someone that's more substance. But in the meantime, if you're hooking up with someone and you guys have a good physical chemistry, is there something that will turn like turn you away from the situation? Yeah, I want. I don't want to be like. Um, I can't be like your priority or like. Like I want to be someone's second thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'm not interested in uh, in being like this. This sort of like, all in, even if it's like strictly casual and physical. Like sometimes those things become like you know something traumatic happens to the person and then you have to be there for them yeah and it's kind of like i can't be that that's a very that's something i exactly say on this podcast i yeah. like being the second or third thing on someone's third's list. even better to be <laughs> honest <laughs> i like i like women who have uh, a child too cuz then i always know i won't be the priority it's a good move oh. i learned that on the podcast from another guest i'm like oh my god and it takes the pressure off of People who have, as you're approaching 30, yeah. women who have a uh, uh, biological clock ticking, they don't yeah. want to waste their time. But if they've already had a child or children, they're like, there's no, it's just, oh. everyone's on the same page. Oh, that is a bit of a golden nugget there. Yeah. I'm okay. trying to teach you. <laughs> trying to teach you. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> Look at that. Not a lot of moms on Instagram, but I'll find them. <laughs> uh, well, you're looking at pictures. You just got to go to the page and see if there's one where like... This is this is Brett, <laughs> my right. love of my life. Right. If they go, say here that, I come, <laughs> like, yep, that's where you start going into the DMs. 
Well, that's brilliant. I never thought about that. Yeah, I didn't either until uh, until uh, one of our guests, actually Jim Cornelison, uh, he t- he he said that he only does that because he doesn't want to waste anyone's time, and 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 I've been using that advice for to this day. Like yeah. I I probably the last five or six women I've dated have all had uh, a child. Really, yeah. that's fascinating. It's just wow. a, it's a good it's a good match too because. Then time, also the time commitment wise, it, it's uh, con- it's consistent with our schedule too because, you know, their kids go to bed early at like nine and then you can hang out after. Yeah, so yeah. So it's like uh, that's always a plus too. Yeah, it's like a win-win. That's huge. Well, I see, yeah. this is something I never even considered. Add it to the list of your fucking wow. your <laughs> finding. You might, you might have just ruined my life. successful <laughs> color people of color. Yeah. You know, that's a that's a that's an interesting little thing. I don't know. Well, okay, maybe I do want kids. <laughs> it's good to be a stepkid. There <laughs> yeah. you go, yeah. uh, Tucker. We are out of time. Um, wow, that was this, this was awesome. Right, that was on. so fun. I yeah. love this. Yeah, I, uh, this I'm glad you did the pie. I'm glad I reached out to you. Um, we'll have you back on. I want to. I yeah, definitely want to yeah. hear how this. Uh, plays out after you hit 30 and and if the mushing continues yeah, and, i'll uh, come back with a wife and kids <laughs> yeah we've we've <laughs> had I, i've just had a guest who came back and he's he's no longer single i had a guest who listened to my advice on this podcast and uh trevor gurdenson comedian oh yeah and now trevor. he's married because i told him i encouraged him to go on i forgot what dating app and he met his wife on there wow and we absolutely love we're that. making we're making progress on this podcast. It's that more is of a fantastic. therapy session than anything. Yeah, I really enjoyed this. I like that it was. Yeah, that was I did fantastic. too. I'm really happy, Tucker. Where can uh, people find you and your your? You're not, uh, <laughs> not going to believe this, but uh, follow me on Instagram <laughs> <laughs> at That's Tucker Brookshire. <laughs> at Tucker Brookshire. Yeah, I'll be on there waiting. <laughs> <laughs> Just be careful. I'm sure you're getting a lot of DMs on this one. Oh, I bet. <laughs> you're welcome in advance. Uh, thank you, seriously, Tucker. No, thank I really you, appreciate Paul. it. This is a great. real fun episode. Thank you all for listening to another episode. Email me with your questions and concerns, or just go directly to Tucker. <laughs> DM me, baby. <laughs> hey, gang. If you know me, you know I'm a caffeine junkie. I have pop soda. Diet Coke, energy drinks with every meal. Had it since I was a kid. Can't drink plain water. Just not a fan. Um, I'd rather give up a side dish like fries at a meal than give up my pop because I need my energy. I need my caffeine. Focus Sparkling Water is sparkling water with a spark. Focus is a delicious, health-conscious, thoughtfully caffeinated sparkling water. Yes, caffeinated water. Infused with a boost of natural tea caffeine and the balance of L-theanine, you'll get the clean energy you want without the sugar, calories, or crash. It has 75 milligrams of caffeine, zero calories, zero sugar, zero sweeteners, and it's non-GMO. So ditch your sugary sodas or energy drinks that are overloaded with sugar and ingredients that you don't know what they are or how to even pronounce Focus, sparkling water, national caffeine derived from tea gives you the same boost as an eight ounce cup of coffee in a refreshing, thirst quenching form. Your body needs water doesn't mean that it has to be boring. Um, So check it out. They've got a wide range of flavors, including blood orange, mixed berry, cherry cola, crisp apple, root beer, grapefruit, yuzu and lime, cucumber, and my favorite, peach. You can find it online at drinkfocus.com. That's focus with a P-H-O-C-U-S dot com. Located in 
4,000 grocery stores, including Publix, Kroger's, and Giant Martins. Also available at Meyer, and they will soon be in the Marianos in Chicago as soon as January, I believe. So check it out. Drink Focus. You're welcome. I'm still staying.